Hello everyone, welcome back to Relax with Animal Facts. I am Steph Wolf, and today I am going to be learning with you about our furry, scaly, or possibly even slimy friends. And in today's case, it is definitely going to be a furry friend of ours because we are covering the oh-so-wonderful bongo. This, of course, is a very, very special listener episode dedicated to Rebecca, who wrote in, I believe, via Instagram. Thank you, Rebecca. However you did write in, I am sure glad that you did because I got to say bongo on the show. I hope you enjoy your very own episode, and if you want your very own episode and you find an animal to be very interesting and want to learn more about it with me here on the show with all of our animal podcast family, please send in your suggestions, which you can do in one of three ways. The first being on the Instagram. The Instagram handle to send your messages to is at relaxwithanimalfacts. Then you can also, if you would like, send an email to relaxwithanimalfacts at gmail.com. And the third option, which has yet to be used by a listener is the carrier pigeon option. Though that option has only recently become available, I am quite sure that some of you are currently training some carrier pigeons to be the very first, like a carrier pigeon training race. Now, all kidding aside, this episode is being released on a Friday. For those of you that do not currently follow the Instagram page where I posted an update as to the schedule changes, every new episode after this episode will be getting posted on Fridays and not on Mondays. This is because my schedule can change in the blink of an eye and having some of those days apart can be super helpful where maybe I can record on one day, edit another day, edit another day, and then upload on Friday. So I hope that all of you will be understanding and in fact be looking forward to Fridays instead of Monday. So perhaps you can enjoy the weekend with a new podcast episode rather than starting off your Monday with it. Now, for those of you that wish to be in the loop as to what is going on, say if it is Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, and you were wondering, where is the new episode? 
go ahead and search up the Relax with Animal Facts Instagram handle. You can follow, you don't have to. The only reason that I have an Instagram is for your guys' sake. I don't care much about numbers of, of different things and statistics. I have an Instagram to talk to you guys, okay? So if you want to know what is going on and you feel out of the loop, make sure to check the Instagram every once in a while if you're wondering what's going on or if you want to send me a wonderful animal suggestion. So now let me read a review that is coming all the way from the United States of America and this was written by Pugs Are Awesome 2022 with a TH at the end. So I agree with that username, first of all. But let me continue reading. Pugs Are Awesome 2022 writes, This podcast is so awesome, and it helps me sleep also. Thank you, thank you so much for the awesome podcast. And so this amazing listener not only thinks that pugs are awesome, but thinks that the show is awesome. I am so grateful that the show has reached the level in which it is comparable to the awesomeness of the pug. But thank you so much, pugs are awesome, 20 22. You are awesome as well. I so very much appreciate your wonderful comment and review. If you want to leave an equally awesome review, I greatly encourage you to do so if the show helps you. Leaving a review is something extra that you can do, but just know that your company with me, you spending this time with me as a kind of tour guide, I suppose, through this immersive little experience in which we go into the forests and the deserts and different things like that is gift enough. But if you want to go the extra mile, you can absolutely do so. I got my facts from awf.org, kidadl.com, and interestinganimalkingdom.com. Dot com. This podcast episode would not have been possible without these resources, and I hope that if you want to learn more, you will check them out. All of these links are in the podcast description so you guys can find it easily. And so now to the portion of the episode I'm sure everyone is waiting for. If you can notice perhaps where you are carrying some tension, is it in the neck, is it in the shoulders, maybe in the legs? In my case today, it is probably in my hands and a bit in my shoulders. And so whatever part of your body you feel is very tense, I want you to do your best in relaxing that portion of your body as we go into the rainforests where the bongo resides.
let me just talk about what a bongo is in contrast to the instrument of a bongo which is inanimate and not alive this animal is full of life and full of beauty the bongo is an antelope and it is the largest heaviest and most colorful african forest antelope so they don't take the silver medal or the bronze they take the gold for not only the largest and heaviest but the most colorful now just for fun you might not want to search up what they look like unless you already did that's okay but i will try my best to describe it and just for fun you can see just how close your imagination got to the real thing so the bongo has an auburn or chestnut coat with 10 to 15 vertical whitish yellow stripes that run down its sides the females are usually more brightly colored than males but both males and females are going to have these beautiful spiraled lyre shaped horns now lyre in this case isn't spelt l-i-a-r as to someone who is not telling the truth on a frequent basis but lyre spelt l-y-r-e they have very large ears that are believed to sharpen their hearing and the distinctive coloration may also help the bongo identify one another in their dark forest habitats this is going to play a distinctive role in identifying one another because of the fact that they have no special secretion glands and that will mean that they rely less on another sense which is smell they will rely less on scent to find one another than perhaps an ordinary similar antelope would and in terms of the bongo thank you rebecca again for this suggestion i love the fact that i will be able to say bongo so many times in such a short period of time there are two currently recognized subspecies the mountain or eastern bongo and the lowland or western bongo and i won't cheat you guys by not saying the scientific name so here it goes their scientific name is tragelophus uricerus i think i am getting better in terms of their weight we talked about their size a second ago but their weight in specific is 225 kilograms to 410 kilograms on average i can hear a lot of you guys saying i don't use kilograms and don't worry you can keep your calculators where they are they're going to weigh between 500 to 900 pounds as we covered earlier 
they are indeed one of the heaviest and largest African forest antelopes we can find. They are going to be about 1.2 meters tall at the shoulder, so excluding their head and their spiraled lyre-shaped horns, which I'm sure gives them a good bunch more. For those of you that prefer another measurement, they are about 50 inches tall. They live up to 21 years in captivity, though there is currently not much data for how long they live in the wild. Now, we have done a fair amount of episodes and can probably start to estimate on this particular fact. If they are living up to 21 years in captivity, and that includes being cared for, having a regular diet, and being safe from natural predation, the data for the wild, once they do have it, is likely to be less than 21 years. I would guess perhaps 15 to 16 years of age on average. They are going to live in the rainforests, as we covered in the top of the show, other sorts of dense forests, and forest savannas. They are herbivorous, so you don't have to worry about them trying to eat you. For those of us that do not know what a herbivore is, or what it means to have a herbivorous diet, this means that they prefer their leafy greens and other sorts of things to the very meaty diets of some of the other animals that we've covered. And so if you like the bongo, you have to eat your vegetables. Their gestation period is going to be close to the human gestation period. They're going to carry their babies for about nine months prior to giving birth. And so now we're going to go into some of the longer facts so we can find out much more specific things that make the bongo ever so unique. The first one is not necessarily something unique for an antelope, but the bongo scares easily. The largest forest antelope is quite timid and easily frightened. They will run away after a scare at a considerable speed and seek cover where they will stand still and alert with their backs to the disturbance. They will turn their heads around and see what in the world was that noise. And with their backs turned, they are able to head off in a sprint in a moment's notice. And there is a reason why these guys are easily frightened and why they are timid. Their predators are going to be things like leopards, lions, hyenas, and so they need to be quick on their feet and not take any chances. In the wild, you really never know what might be lurking in the bush or what that cracked stick might be. And so the bongo is going to react very instinctively and this can oftentimes save its life. Another fact is that the bongo is mostly solitary. The adult males of a similar size or age 
seem to try to avoid one another. Even though they are relatively non-territorial, they will meet and even spar with their horns in a certain kind of manner. Sometimes these serious fights will take place, but they are usually discouraged by visual displays in which the males bulge their necks, roll their eyes, and hold their horns in a vertical position while they slowly pace back and forth in front of the other male. This is a scenario in which we can get some pretty funny stuff if we imagine that this is how human confrontation were to work. It's a funny thought that at an H&M somewhere or some kind of other clothing store that someone reaches for a t-shirt and someone else reaches for it at the same time. Who is going to get that t-shirt instead of bickering and quarreling with one another? The two will bulge their necks, roll their eyes, and just kind of hold themselves very upright and pace back and forth in front of one another. But all kidding aside, in the case of the bongo, they have some very, very tough horns. And so, we must think that when they are scrapping with one another and running into one another at high speeds and with a lot of force, there can be serious injury to both parties and this kind of display to one another might not always end up so nice. And the younger, mature males most often remain solitary, although they will sometimes join up with an older male. They seek out females only at mating time. And so one of the most beautiful antelopes doesn't actually see a lot of its own beauty itself in its other animal friends. One thing that might be relatable to many of us is that bongos have a craving for salt. Like other antelopes, they are herbivorous browsers that feed on leaves, bushes, vines, bark, grasses, roots, cereals, shrubs, flowers, and fruits. They will also require salt in their diet and will visit natural salt or mineral licks during the night. So they will supplement their leafy greens with some salt during the night. And in case you ever want to see a bongo, let's go over some of those relative facts. There are fewer than 100 mountain bongos left in the highland forests of Kenya, Africa. These animals are protected in Kenya to save them from extinction. The population of the lowland bongo are also decreasing in Western African countries. These animals have steady populations in their range in Central Africa. It is estimated that about 28,000 bongos are left on Earth, and some of the biggest threats to these antelopes is going to be loss of habitat, hunting, poaching, things of this nature. And so the mountain bongo 
Of those 28,000 bongos left on Earth, the mountain bongo is going to be less than a hundred of those 28,000. There are different things in place to help these guys thrive in Africa, but of course sometimes it can feel like an uphill battle for a lot of these population sizes. And don't think you will be able to outrun a bongo. They can run at the speed of 43 miles per hour. And for my Canadian friends and others, that is about 69 kilometers per hour. So we can see that they are incredibly quick. As they need to be for their predators are pretty fast as well. One thing in terms of their digestive system that is interesting is that, like cows, they have a four-chambered ruminating stomach. Their digestive system allows them to absorb maximum nutrition as the food passes slowly through their system. Their prehensile tongue of the bongos helps them to reach for leaves and fruits on higher branches as well as pull out roots from the ground. Now, that word that I just used, prehensile, you might be wondering what in the world is that, especially in relation to the tongue. We as humans do not have prehensile tongues, at least I have not met anybody with one. That term prehensile refers to the ability to grab things with what comes after it. So in this case, their tongue is able to grab and to wrap around as it is on these roots from the ground. You may have heard on a previous podcast episode, I am sure with some of the primates that we have covered on the show, that they might have prehensile tails for example, in which their tails can be used as an extra little grabbing limb or mechanism. And so in future episodes, when you hear prehensile, that means that it is able to grab things. Another fact is that they are known to be nocturnal grazers. So there is that word or description again of nocturnal. Let's remind ourselves that the term nocturnal is antithetical, meaning opposite to diurnal. And what this means is that the bongo will primarily feed and be active during the night time, in stark contrast to our friends who are diurnal, which will feed and mostly be active during the day. So while the bongo is indeed a nocturnal grazer, they may occasionally feed during the day. However, they never expose themselves on open grounds and will remain mainly confined to dense vegetation in their habitat. I feel that if researchers were to stick around long enough in my house, they would find that indeed I may be a nocturnal grazer. I think that for some of us, if researchers were to stand around with clipboards and pens, they might find that some of us may be properly described 
as nocturnal grazers where we get up in the night and go to the fridge and have little snacks here and there. Because bongos want to look their best, they will sometimes reel around and roll around in the mud to keep their body cool and then rub the mud off of their horns onto the tree bark to polish them so they get nice and shiny. And now for the final fact of the episode, which is, what is the meaning of the name bongo? Or rather, where does it come from? There is a special word or term that is used to describe this study of where words come from, and that super fancy word is known as etymology. And the etymology of the name bongo for the antelope is that they make a sound that is similar to the drumming of bongos. What a wonderful and very beautiful animal. When you have a second, make sure to search up what a bongo actually looks like and see how close were you. Thank you again, Rebecca, for this awesome episode. I hope you enjoyed it. For those of you that want to learn more about a particular animal, make sure to send a message to Relax with Animal Facts, or alternatively, you can always send an email to relaxwithanimalfacts at gmail.com. I hope you have all enjoyed this very special episode, and I hope that you will join me on the next podcast episode with the next animal. Take care.